0: Stoveleg Media Igniting Conversation
1: On October 31st 1517 Martin Luther nailed his 95 theses on the castle church door in Wittenberg Germany This is the fact off a weekly podcast where we each share a random and obscure fact and leave it up to you to decide the winner I'm your host the handsome and talented Alex and with me are two less handsome and talented people Mike don't respond. Pat.
2: <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Pat. I didn't think you wanted us to respond. I thought you were going to say both of our names <laughs> and then like, uh, ask us to respond.
1: I, was, I always thought I'd say Mike and then you go, hey, you And then i say Pat and you say, hey, yo,
2: or something like that. Why would I respond to you calling us like unhandsome? Well,
1: compared
0: to me. And less talented, I think you said.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: you are two less than handsome, talented guys than me.
2: Well, speaking of, like, you're the slack-off, so things don't add up here. Yeah, Alex
0: is definitely overcompensating because he got destroyed last week on our very first episode of The Fact Off.
1: No, because it's bullshit because Mike has, like, 15,000 sisters that will vote for him. You have a ton of brothers that will vote for you. I have no one voting for me except for
2: myself. You have a wife and two young children. You know my kids don't
1: believe in the internet and podcasts.
2: I guess you're right.
1: There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. also one and four, so I don't know how they're going to vote. But we're getting off topic here. This So, and I guess the winner of last week was Pat.
0: Hey, thank you. Do I get to say a speech?
1: Uh, you can give a victory fa- fact. That's what the winner gets to do. They can give any fact, and then me and Mike cannot make fun of it.
0: All right, so here's my victory fact. I heard this before my original fact. But did you know that there are more trees on Earth than there are stars in the Milky Way galaxy.
1: I did know that because I remember you told me a couple weeks ago.
0: I know because it's been my favorite fact. I tell it to a lot of people.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think you told me this exactly. I said week. earlier
0: I told you guys my fact. You didn't believe me.
2: No, <laughs> so you have always
1: been anti-big star and yes. pro-big tree. So.
0: Well, I think it, it like uh, allows people who cut down trees to be like, yeah, well, there's more. at least there's more trees than there are stars in the sky.
1: That is true. I keep saying we need to put more stars up there.
0: Yeah, we need renewable stars.
2: Why are we always comparing everything to how, amount of stars? Like, oh, there's more grains of sand and stars. Like, what? How do we know how many prove stars it, are? Like,
1: it just bonkers. prove it. <laughs> I guess that's the fault in our stars.
0: <sighs> and this week's slack off. <laughs> yeah. This week's jack off for that joke. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was the, the original I the, name of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I got vetoed by both of you. Yes. That was a little
0: much. But after you made that joke, I'm I'm back in.
1: <laughs> uh, so if you're new to the Fact Off, this is a podcast where we have different categories. And whatever the category is, the three of us will each bring a random fact that we found interesting. And then we let you, the listeners, our beloved listeners, decide on who to
2: win. We love you so much. <laughs> Wait, you don't have any animosity towards the listeners at this point? I love the listeners. They are my best friends.
0: We had an unofficial first episode, and I also won that one. I just want to throw that out there, make that canon.
1: Yeah, but that was a BS, because we all know you bribed Nate.
0: 2-0, baby.
1: (laughs) Um, So, this week, uh, Pat rolled the die, and it came up, Religion Slash Mythology.
2: Ooh, uh, hot button subject So all of our topics are going to be uh, About Jesus, hopefully, right? Hopefully yes. <laughs> Hopefully Please, God He's the only
1: re- religion and mythology that matters <laughs> I'm happy to say My fact is not about Jesus
0: My fact is also not about Jesus
2: Mike I can't say one way or the other
0: it's about Jesus.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <It's> about-
1: <laughs> Mike's fact: Jesus loves me. This I know. How do you know? Because <laughs> the
2: Bible tells them so. Uh-
1: <laughs> the
2: Bible has well, so many answers. Now that that's behind us, I, I, you guys can say your facts. Mine, mine's just like perfect, you know, right out there. And
1: in- that's uh, sure What is the name of your fact, Mike? Jesus loves me. I write that down.
2: No, no, no. That's not my fact.
0: Jesus does not love Mike. Write that down. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Jesus hates Mike.
0: It's on the podcast. Mike. That means it's true.
1: Um, you want to get into this week? Pat, yeah. you the winner. You get to decide who goes in what order.
0: Um, so the first few times I've went second. I'll go first this time.
1: Okay. What's the name of your fact?
0: So I went a little different. I went with a uh, mystery title. So people, if you want to vote for me, you actually have to, it'll prove that they listen to it because it'll be the best fact. But it's, who are you wearing? Ooh. Ooh. You know, when people go to the Oscars and it's like, oh, what designer is that? Who are you wearing?
1: I'm a Max Nisa. Max Nisa.
0: (laughs) He loves that TJ Maxx. I truly do. I'm a home goodner.
2: (laughs) They don't sell clothes.
0: (laughs) I make my clothes out of the furniture. they
2: are <laughs> wearing like a blanket as a toga.
0: Yeah. They have those giant carpets in the back. Uh, so anyway, Who Are You Wearing by Patrick Maloney. All right. So, Do you
1: want to give out your last name
2: or no?
0: <laughs> I don't know. What is it? At me. Find me.
2: People can find people.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's three people that uh, retweet uh, <laughs> the fact off. And it's the, all our names are associated with it. Um, all right. So. Let's travel to the ancient Aztecs. Ever heard of them? No. Yes. Yes, of course you've heard of the ancient Aztecs. So I was trying to look up something different. I was, You know, um, Norse mythology is very hot right now, but it's been sort of done to death. Um, I remember learning about Aztecs back in school, and it was pretty neat. But this is actually, I'm glad it's October. It's the spookiest month of the year. And the Aztecs have some extremely violent mythology. Um, And this story is sort of chalked up, it's a little bit mythology, it's a little bit it might have really happened, probably not exactly how it, they say it happened, but to begin our story, there's the um, warrior god, and I'm not going to say his name, but I did I have the phone to say his name correctly.
1: Huitzilopochtli.
0: So Huitzilopochtli, <laughs> um is the Aztec god. Uh, I just want to make sure I get that right. So, they demanded a lot of sacrifices, but at a certain point, they wanted to branch out to the other, you know, neighboring tribes and stuff and sort of build some goodwill. So they went to a neighboring tribe and they offered this guy. They said, hey, we would like to have your daughter become our new goddess and marry our emperor.
2: It's because she was hot, right?
0: Oh, she's smoking. Okay. Um, but anyway. So they went to, and the guy was like, oh, my God, for real? Like, you want her to be your new goddess? Like, she, she'll she be a princess, you know? So she goes up first, and they have this big ceremony. And a few weeks go by, and then they, they invite her dad, and they say, hey, you should come up. Uh, we'll have a big ceremony. It'll be really exciting. He so he goes Uber. up.
2: Took an Uber ever.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's 1400s. You know, they just, you know, hop, skip, and a jump. So he goes up, and they're celebrating this ritual. And the whole time, he like, he can't. He doesn't know where his daughter is, so he's looking for his daughter. But it's, like, real dark. And um, he does this thing where he sits down to um, pray or offer a sacrifice. He, like, lights some incense. And as he lights the incense, the room starts to, sort of lights up. And there he sees his daughter, but not his daughter. What he sees is a priest wearing the flayed skin of his daughter.
2: Wait a minute. <laughs> That's
0: disgusting is yeah this is game of thrones level stuff so apparently uh a big sacrifice they would do is they would skin people alive and then the priest would wear their skin and sacrifice it to their god so this guy they're like hey bring us your daughter she'll be the new goddess and there's differing opinions uh maybe she wasn't hot (laughs) (laughs) she might have been so hot they want to wear her skin hot yeah you don't
1: want to sacrifice somebody to your god that's not hot that's yeah. true.
2: That's true.
1: Yeah, it, it has to be at least like a eight and above, right? On the yeah,
2: that's that's in the tablets. Yeah,
0: is some stories I read it was like <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> he is, he's doing the Book of Mormon. <laughs> um, some it was like they did it on purpose as like a way to mock the other people, and then some say they were very sincere, like that's how they sacrifice, and then they truly believe that she was now the goddess to the god whose name I'm not going to say again because I already forgot how to say it. But anyway, <laughs> there's your... Uh, follow- oh, and then it leads to, just so I'll do quick follow-up. Uh, obviously, this guy's upset. He orders all his people to go and fight the Aztecs there, and it drives them uh, from their land. So there's differing opinions in a lot of these stories, but this drives them from their land to what would then become where, like, the Aztec-like land that we know it was later so this was like a necessary story that pushed them to their like promised land that they were looking for for so long
1: where's the aztecs central america Maybe central or south yeah like mexico yeah,
0: they were the Mexica tribe okay yeah so there you are who are you wearing the ancient aztec ritual where they skin the princess and wore her skin to sacrifice it to their god. And that is my fact for this week of Mythology. Happy Halloween, everybody.
1: Way to to bring down the room.
0: Hey, I thought it was kind of cool. It was, like, spooky, it's bloody, it's, like, definitely, like, a mythology, like, old-school, like, sacrifice to their gods. I enjoyed reading about it.
1: don't no, part of my reading does not include people (laughs) being skinned alive.
0: Hey, we all (laughs) loved Game of Thrones.
1: Speechless. (laughs) No, no. That's why I
0: wanted to go first. I wanted to set the tone.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, who do you want to go next, Mikey? Uh, or me? I'll
0: I'll let uh, the the runner
2: up go second. Always going last, Alex. You keep going last. I think you'll maybe win people will stop listening. Yeah, nobody's gonna vote for a skinned girl. Probably. Who so. are you wearing? I don't know. It's a pretty cool story. All right, mine is called the UFO cult. I'm listening. Yeah, Alex got perked up. It's not the UFO cult that Tom Cruise is a part of. I don't know if that's. I'm any. out. Is that actually a UFO cult?
1: Well, I don't understand anything about
2: Scientology. Yeah, I or guess UFOs. there's aliens involved. I have no desire
1: to learn anything about it, so this doesn't interest me.
2: All right, so this UFO cult's really called Chin Tao, but I thought UFO cult sounded cooler. So mine takes place in Taiwan. Well, it starts in Taiwan. So it's interesting that this started in Taiwan and then became like a huge uh, cultural phenomenon. It was all over the news in America when we were younger. Like this was before um, I probably never saw this on television. 97, 98, 99 range.
1: I was born in
2: 2000, so I wouldn't know. No, you weren't. Anyways. This was like
0: peak Power Rangers time.
2: Yeah. Peak Power Rangers time. So, found in Taiwan by an atheist named Han Ming Chen. So, how does a religion get founded by an atheist? He had a religious revelation, and I don't know what that what's involved with that revelation of his. Um, but it was enough to get him to start a UFO religion. I'll say that. So do you think he was like beamed up by like a UFO and that's how he started this whole thing or, or what? Well, this
0: is the first I'm hearing about it. So definitely like, I don't know, probably had a vision.
1: I, I like to think they came down and talked to him at first. Well,
0: I don't know what they, what is, what did his religion entail? Then I could sort of yeah, we're, w- we're, work, we're work we're my way back to that. It, yeah. I'm
2: going to cover that briefly. This is more about the craziness that happened in America here. But um, he paid like a large sum of money to join a UFO religion. And I guess there's probably a dime a dozen of those back then. Um, But crazy nineties, yeah. As soon as he joined it, he realized they were all about money, and he just like got really angry about like their greed. So he convinced a bunch of followers in this religion to leave with him, and he started his own. So some highlights of their beliefs uh, of his new religion: uh, they believed in transmigration of souls. So everybody gets three souls. Uh, so I guess maybe if you die, your soul would go into something else. I I don't know. It's pretty nuts.
0: So wait, I have three souls right now, or I have one and
2: then it like trades off with another when I die? I I think you have three. I think you just keep you keep getting them until like I get not nine lives but three lives at least.
1: And like go fish. you just keep drawing until <laughs> get well. The, you know, draw until you get your card you need.
2: Yeah, I think so. Um. Another thing is, they believed in outside souls who that could act as bad influences on your life, like uh, demons in in our world.
1: Yeah, Mike and Pat.
2: Yeah, <sighs> so exactly. I'm say the same thing about you. He he believed the Earth went through five tribulations. Um, yeah, we all do. Back to the age of the dinosaurs. So each tribulation, he believed that a UFO saved mankind or or whatever was living in North America. So. For some reason, he's in Taiwan, but he's thinking all this focus is around North America. Big picture. Yeah. I I, I guess back then, everybody loved America, um, even in Taiwan at the time. Uh, He believed the solar system was 4.5 trillion years old, roughly 300 times the age science actually says it is. And then he believed the solar system was created by a nuclear bomb, nuclear war. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what I was missed. there
0: before? What set off the nuclear bomb?
2: I I could get deep into like all this crazy stuff, but wait,
0: are you in this cult?
2: N- well, <laughs> I do like UFOs, and yeah, I might be. Right, we need to have a special off mic conversation. <laughs> I don't think it exists anymore as a cult, um, because it had some, now it had a string of very embarrassing uh, flubs that I'll get into here.
0: More so than the uh, billion year, trillion year old universe. <laughs>
2: yes. So he he convinced twenty five of his follower members people to come to America with him, and they moved to Los Angeles uh, because he believed North America was the pure land of God. Once they got here, I guess he looked at a map and he's like, "Oh, what's a good place to move?" And he saw Garland, Texas, and he said, "Let's move." everybody to garland texas because he thought garland sounded like godland so maybe that's like his his uh accent or something where he when he said garland it sounded like godland i don't know but to him it sounded like godland
1: You say it with like a southern accent maybe
2: i can see getting there he's from he speaks chinese he's not he doesn't speak english this whole time yeah but someone would have had to tell him what it was Yeah, yeah i guess so um So this is where the flubs happen. So he has like a string of prophecies that just go awry. Uh, So his first prophecy from 1997, he has a vision uh, that we will find Jesus, the Jesus of the West, he calls it, in Vancouver, Canada. And so he, I guess, purchases a huge (laughs) ad in a newspaper trying to get people to find this messiah uh, in Canada. He says this this man will be six feet tall between the ages of 27 and 30 and I'm resemble Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> all right. So nobody found this, this person, and uh, he was kind of like, uh, all right, I can't continue <laughs> this thread of my religion.
1: One guy did look like him, but he didn't have the hat, so... <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> what so I was thinking. Like, how do you not find a guy that looks like Abraham Lincoln? Is isn't that pretty semi-common or no? How many? Wait, what? How
0: many Abraham Lincoln-looking people to have you seen in your lifetime?
2: I don't know. I told my wife this story, and she claimed that like there's it'd be pretty easy to find an Abraham Lincoln. Well, looking Mike,
1: it lives in the birthplace of Lincoln. That's true. Next to the land of Lincoln, and whether well, the Indiana something else too, like Indiana, Kentucky, and. Uh, Illinois all claim Lincoln because they all got nothing else going on.
0: Wait, but does Vancouver claim Lincoln?
1: A lot of people think he faked his death in the moved to Vancouver and moved to Vancouver
0: and is also immortal.
1: Yeah, because I got that <laughs> he lived in nineteen ninety seven. So because yes. he was a woodsman, so he went somewhere where he can just like live off the land at that time.
0: Not to spoil it, but that is part of the plot of the TV show Invincible. <laughs>
2: All right, so the next prophecy, 1998, um, this is very specific. He, th- he believed that God would descend down to Earth at exactly 3513 Ridgedale Drive on March 31st, specific. 1998. So he picked a date and address oh. where God would descend down upon. This never, ever works out, like like you say. It's
0: That's why you got to be vague. That's why the Catholic Church says he will come again, and they give no further information.
2: Yeah, he was definitely not vague. And then he said that before this happened, six days in advance, there would be a television announcement, like God would show up on television. Hey, everybody, how's it going? (laughs) Exactly. So he said, tune in at 12.01 a.m., six days beforehand and you'll hear the announcement, uh, preparing you for this event. And it had to be on channel 18. And <laughs> Sunday, he said, anywhere Sunday, in North Sunday. America, you tuned in, you would find this like announcement. And obviously channel 18 doesn't exist in most places. So I have a question. What was his
0: reach? Like how many, like who was he talking to and how many people were Was like, how many followers did he
2: have? How many, uh, from what I could gather, it's, very small, like 25, 30-ish, but um, they were getting followers. big publicity because at the time there was those cults that were like suicide cults that were all over the news. And so the news thought this was going to be a suicide cult as well. Obviously it After wasn't. they found out that God didn't come down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he had his whole crew in a house all ready to go to watch the Channel 18 or whatever, and nothing happened. And... So he said, it's still on. It's still on. God just didn't show up on channel 18 tonight. So he shows up at that address on the 31st and, uh, basically he's ready to tell all these reporters like, Hey, uh, you know, this is actually going down. So he stares up into the sun for a brief moment and then turns the reporters and says, how could a mortal do this? One reporter uh, reports saying that they saw him blinking a lot, so he was definitely in some sort of discomfort. Wait, what? So he was trying to prove that he was the god, was like you know, the god from his song.
0: prophecy, because he said, "Oh, he was the god."
2: Yeah, because he <laughs> said when when this god would show forth, it would be in his form. It would speak all languages, walk through walls, replicate. This is my favorite part. He said that this god would replicate itself to each individual person at once to greet them. So, like, Alex would have a, a god show up right in front of him and say, Hello!
1: This is pretty wild. People. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, massive heart attacks happen. Yeah. So, I, then
2: I, what I, happened? It, I, it would freak when it out. fell out. When it fell on his face. Well, obviously nothing supernatural happened. And the reporters were just kind of stand, standing there saying, hey, you stared into the sun. That proves literally nothing. And so he tries to, to pass it off as like a, a translation issue. Like, hey, you didn't understand me because I speak Chinese and you speak English. And my translator didn't get it right. But he said, all right. Good cover. He kind of felt bad about it. He said, you have 10 minutes. You can crucify me or stone me. But you have 10 minutes to decide, and after the 10 minutes is up, you can't do either.
1: That's a dumb move, because everybody knows news reporters always come prepared with stones.
2: Well, obviously, he didn't get crucified, and he didn't get stoned. Um, Oh, I thought that's how the story ended. I thought we were all going to do morbid stories. (laughs) No, no. He he did get stoned. (laughs) He didn't get stoned, and he didn't get crucified. He was already stoned? (laughs) Basically, yeah. Um... So, at this point, he has no credibility left. He ended up taking what little followers he had left. I think he had nine followers. He took them up to the Great Lakes to prepare for the tribulation. And they ended up deporting half of his followers that he had left because of visa issues. (laughs) Is there no God? So, yes. uh, Moral of the story is, um, if you start a religion, be vague about... You know, when God's coming and don't say God's going to show up in the form of yourself.
0: We uh, modeled our podcast off of the Be Vague. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what was the name of your podcast? Or <laughs> What's the name of this podcast? Again? The
1: UFO, What's the name of your effect? UFO
0: cult. UFO cult. I like it. So is he still alive? Like it's not that long ago.
1: Look behind you, Pat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's not him. It's just God
2: repre- <laughs> talking to me.
1: Uh, he sometimes writes under the name Susan Collins.
2: He wrote the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> he's still obsessed with Abraham Lincoln to this day. Yeah. Well, I mean, I who's think, not? I think I saw him at that Lincoln screening um, that Steven Spielberg did.
1: And I saw him at the uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. So. Yeah, he
2: He's <laughs> convinced that that's actually, uh, you know, God on screen.
0: And that's all the time we have. Alex does not. We don't have time for your facts. Sorry.
2: No.
1: My fact is called the smiting of the buffalo. Ooh. As you guys know, I recently went to Big Bone Lick State, National, State Park.
2: Is this another bone licker fact?
1: <laughs> Damn
2: We've right. seen
0: the shirt.
1: I'm, I'm constantly going back to that bone for stories. Um... And as you know, that Big Bone Lake is the known as the birthplace of American paleontology.
0: I, we did know that.
1: Because all the bones <laughs> that are found here, you have bones of remains of mammoths and mastodons and ground sloths and much, much more.
0: Wait, you said here. Are you at Big Bone Lake right now? <laughs>
1: yeah, look. Look behind me. <laughs> um, look at that Big Bone. So, there's a lot of these... Like fossils with us laying there, because what happened is the animals would go to the salt lick and eat, like eat the food and lick, like they liked the salt. But then it was marshy and wet, so they would get stuck in there and die. And then eventually the bones Classic. yeah, and ba- the bones would be sharing It was a big thing for Native Americans and Native American mythology. I like mythology. I don't know if you guys know this. I like mythology because a lot of times for ancient cultures, it was with them to explain stuff before we had science, or, like, current science, where we can actually explain why things are the way they are. There's a couple of different, like, Native Americans theories about, or mythologies about Big Bone Lick and what these bones were. A lot of them, relay around them being giant buffalo. And all the stories kind of have the same, kind of the same idea. But well, my favorite one is... There was once a great spirit that made everything. Uh, There's more to it. It It's kind of racial, but I don't want to get to it. Uh, But the main thing is that the great spirit made Native Americans and they were his favorite. So he put them to live in North America. And like most people, like happens in the Bible and too, and most religions, where people start acting crazy. So the great spirit has to come down. And like, hey, you should be living good and not being wicked and follow me. So what he does is he releases a herd of giant buffaloes. And and the man and giant buffaloes have a huge war. Nice. And the giant buffaloes kick a man's ass.
2: Ooh. Dang. Dang, I want to see this movie where there's like men fighting giant buffaloes. Are they standing on their hind win. legs? Do they have weapons and such?
1: They fight with they fight the old-timey way with their, hand, like their paws <laughs> out, like their bare-knuckle <laughs> boxers. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. So the remaining men who have survived decide to repent and like, hey, we're cool. We're not going back to our wicked ways. We believe in you still, Great Spirit. So the Great Spirit comes down and sits on a mountain. And using lightning, smites all the giant buffalo, except for two.
2: Was this a white man by by chance that smite all the buffalo? Because we kind of did that.
1: They did do that, but no, this was the great spirit. Okay. He he didn't kill two of them. He put them under a mountain by Big Bone Lick that in case men started acting up again, he would release the giant buffaloes to destroy men. Oh, oh that's so awesome. that's
2: the rumbling noise I've been hearing like every yeah. so often.
0: <laughs> Send them out. We need some giant buffalo to <laughs> set us straight.
1: And it was like, so So that's how they kind of explained like these giant bones. They thought it was these great buffalo.
2: Oh, okay. So they didn't know about dinosaurs, obviously. So they just thought they were buffaloes. Well, these
1: aren't dinosaurs. These are
2: mammals. Oh, ma- like big wooly mammoths and such?
1: Yeah, massa, Because, uh, Dinosaurs were put here by God to te- the devil to tempt us. They were. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but there was the, uh, another one was that in the old before man, as we know it, there was great men that used to hunt these buffalo and they would just act like they were normal buffalo to them. And then eventually uh, they all died out. So God came down again and smited these thundering buffaloes. And then there's the, the other one was that these giant buffaloes were just out of control, destroying all the animals that got, the Great Spirit had placed down in control of all the animals. So then he came down and smited all the giant buffaloes, except for the big bull who got wounded and like hobbled away and ended up in the Great Lakes where he lives today. Nice. But, that was my fact. I found it interesting. What was your
0: fact called?
1: Uh, the smiting of the buffalo.
0: Yeah, the buffalo had it coming.
1: They Attacking had it, it coming. Humans. They had it coming. Joining this next week, where we reenact the whole play of Chicago by...
0: <laughs> Cellophane, Mr. <laughs> Cellophane.
1: Now, there's our three facts. We have... Who are you wearing? Pat's fact. The UFO coat? Mike's fact. And the winning fact? The smiting of the buffalo.
0: All I'm saying, if I could make one last case for my fact, because it was so long ago, you've probably forgotten what my fact was, is that if it were on HBO, we'd all say, wow, this is really captivating stuff. But This is something that really happened, and it's pretty gory, cool story. I think I remember the movie Apocalypto. Apocalypto yeah, was good. Like, sacri- I've been reading a lot today about Aztec sacrifices. It was a huge part of their culture, and it was actually like you would want to have been sacrificed. Like, if you got sacrificed, then that meant you would go up and be in the army of the sun god.
2: Yes, definitely. people would volunteer. Please skin me alive 100% behind you on that.
1: Yeah, so thanks for listening.
2: Alex, how do we vote for the Fact Off?
1: At the, not in the title, (laughs) at factoffpodcast.com.
0: I can't believe we got factoffpodcast.com.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: I had to bribe a website.
1: How do you bribe a website?
0: I
2: just paying the fee.
0: He threw yeah. money at the computer. We don't know how computers work.
1: Yeah, but go to the fact off podcast, then vote for which uh item uh <laughs> item you <laughs> You're like apart. Item?
0: Who are you wearing? <laughs>
1: yeah. This is the uh, part of the
0: show where we lose steam and
1: <laughs> uh which uh fact you like the best and Thanks for listening. You can listen wait, to the past episodes. Nope,
0: wait, hold on. We have one more segment.
1: You got to roll that dice.
0: We got to roll the dice, Alex.
1: Uh, you have a dice?
0: I have a di- I always have a dice in my hand. It's the same yeah, one. You it's won exactly... last
1: week, so you get to roll.
0: I roll every week. Oh, can I re roll? Why? What was it? I rolled a number one.
1: Number one is
0: Religion <laughs> <subject's laughs> and Mythology. Attack. Did we already do that one?
1: We did that the first week.
0: I mean, hey, the dice don't lie. We got to do it again.
1: Yeah, that's fine
2: with me. Science—it's easy to find science and tech facts.
0: I'm just gonna Let's listen to this uh, podcast, uh, Future Jam. I get all my news from the Future Jam. We don't—we don't talk about the
2: Future Jam on the Fact Off. Yeah, is that like not good po- uh, podcast behavior? No, it's just un- uncouth. You know, like you, you don't poop or you. Yeah, the talk. only
1: thing about the I would say about the Fact Off <laughs> is the you don't where you on talk? The Fact <laughs> Off. Not the fact off the Future Jam. The co-host on the Future Jam is a very, very handsome man.
2: So, wait, you're talking about me?
1: No, you're the host. I'm the co-host.
0: Wait, am I a co-host on this podcast or am I just like a special guest that wins every week?
1: Special guest who wins every week. And once you lose, you're out.
0: No, I'm bringing
2: in Mickey.
1: <laughs> well, have a good night. Well, I mean, if we or had day. that
2: rule set up, then you'd be out next week, Alex.
1: Yeah, but that's yeah. why I'm the host. I can't get eliminated.
2: Yeah, he
0: knows his facts are terrible. <laughs> big Bone Lick.
1: Next week, you I better will. have another Big Bone Lick fact. How I many weeks you go? I will <laughs> find a scientific fact about Big Bone Lick. I'm sure you can.
0: <laughs> I like when you go, did you know that Big Bone Lick is the uh, prehistoric or paleontology-like place? I'm like, yes, we know. We've heard this one. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. All right. <laughs>
1: I right, am. You guys have a good day. And remember to vote at the Fact Off Podcast. Bye.
0: Factoffpodcast.com. <laughs>